You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The ad hoc committee on the Western Cape Provincial Powers Bill will today hold public hearings into the controversial bill. Now, the bill seeks to promote the assertion of existing provincial powers while also seeking the devolution of some of the national powers. The ANC has called on the public to reject the bill in its entirety. To further discuss this, we're joined on the line by the ANC leader in the Western Cape Legislature, Cameron Dugmore. Very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Thank you so much. Um, it's really um, good to be here, and I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Now, you've called on the citizens of the Western Cape to reject the bill. From your perspective, what does the Provincial Powers Bill aim to achieve, and what are your concerns with the proposed power bill? Well, I think the issue is that the bill itself, what makes it difficult to deal with this issue is that the bill itself um, is unconstitutional in the sense that it attempts to <clears throat> take on, or I would use the word usurp powers, <clears throat> which the constitution doesn't allocate or doesn't devolve to provinces. You would know that, obviously, we have the constitution with three spheres of government, and there are particular clauses which give the province, for instance, power around education, uh, basic education, that is. So what this bill purports to do, although if you actually read it, it doesn't do that, um, is to say that the Western Cape wants to take over energy, wants to take over the issue of transport, uh, wants to take over the issue of ports, Mm. and so on. But the reality is the Constitution provides provisions that if a province would like to um, consider taking on a particular um, power, there's a very clear procedure. The Premier of a province simply engages with the President, makes a submission, etc. So there are procedures. First of all, the Constitution allocates powers to the different spheres. Secondly, national government, um, as the Constitution provides, can also place a province under administration, like we've seen, for instance, in the Northwest, um, and take run those powers for a while. Or a province can approach, um, through the Constitution, the national executive, the president, and say we would like... So the issue is those provisions, if you want more powers, you can actually make a request for that mm. and then secondly national has actually got the power to intervene and provinces have got the powers to intervene so the reality is those mechanisms exist so number one is unconstitutional number two elvis we're saying that if you look at the record of the da's provincial government in the western cape and look at the powers that they already have in terms of basic education in terms of health to use two examples um You know, there's a litany of where they have actually failed to use those powers to transform um, the Western Cape into a more equal um, education system, to, to, and the same for health. And I can point out examples. I don't want to go on for too long yes. in your opening statement, in your opening question. So, number one, we say the bill itself is unconstitutional. Number two, there are existing mechanisms to deal with disputes, There's a provision for cooperative governance, so this mm. is not actually needed. Secondly, we're saying they are failing their um, 
the, the current powers that they have. And last, we are saying that actually the sentiment here, which is coming through, given that the DA is working very closely with Cape Exit, is that they might talk devolution, but actually some of their leaders say devolution is the path to federalism, is the path to Cape independence. So there's a hmm. coalescence of the agenda here yeah. of a separate Western Cape, and that concerns us. Yeah. What would happen? If such sectors, such as public transport, trade and harbours, and even maybe the police, uh, would fall under the Western Cape Provincial Powers? Look, I think that's something you should actually ask the DA, because there is absolutely no substance. If you write a bill and you say one line that this power uh, should be devolved, but you don't give any detail, the reality is we are a sovereign country. We are a united South Africa. It would be, if you take an issue of a port... Um, there is no way that you could have one port in one part of the country um, falling under literally um, one province without the national and other spheres of government being involved. I mean, you face major issues there in regard to issues of security, issue of protection of our coastlines. And, you know, who knows? Um, the, there are serious dangers that could actually happen. We would be the first, as the ANC, to say that the current interventions by the president on the ports are absolutely critical because there's a serious problem there. But you don't deal with a situation like that by saying, we want to take over the ports but don't provide any plan for that. We have a national government um, yes. through Transnet that is beginning to deal with the problem both in Durban and Cape Town. So the, D, the DA provincial government needs to, in terms of the constitution, cooperate, work together to solve the problem. What they're doing is playing politics, and it's not actually in this instance, for instance. I'll give you one example, um, Elvis, in, in regard yeah, energy. When you buy um, power from ESCOM, who provides to certain residents the city of Cape Town, for 100 rand, you get 41 units. When you go and buy with that same 100 from the DA in the city because of their surcharges of the ESCOM, you only get 21 units. Now they want mm -hmm. to take over energy. Why? Yeah. Do they want right. to... So there are many issues. This yes. is not thought through. They haven't made proposals, etc. I thank you so much. ANC leader in the Western Cape Legislature, Cameron Dugmore. For response to this, we join on the line by Ivan Mayer, the federal chairperson of the Democratic Alliance in the Western Cape. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. Now, I'm sure you heard uh, Cameron Dugmore there saying that you're playing <laughs> politics. So why should the national government devolve certain powers then to the Western Cape? We all know that for the last 30 years, the ANC has miserably failed South Africans. Under the ANC, South Africa has become a criminal state and a corrupt state and closed to a failed state. So if you are a provincial government or a municipal government, you then consider what are the legal and constitutional options available to deal with matters that is critical for the survival of the citizens and critical for your economy. The Western Cape has an ambitious plan to create a one trillion rand economy. And in order to do that, we have to look at what are the barriers to economic growth. And we see that the barriers to economic growth is the functional areas that is currently assigned to the national government. And so the Constitution allows, under different sections of the Constitution, allows provinces and even municipalities to gain uh, powers 
in terms of the current constitutional framework, the constitutional drafters were very wise men and women at the time because they foresee that it is possible that the ANC or any other national government can fail in its duties and then provided a constitutional avenue for those uh, provincial governments to approach the national government to get access to those particular powers. And this is not new powers. These are powers that is within the current constitutional framework. We simply ask evolve those powers that the ANC national government is either unwilling or unable to perform. The ANC is not a capable state. We ask devolve those powers to a capable state. The question is, what are those powers? The first power is straight. If you look at the landscape of international preferential trade agreements, South Africa has the least international preferential trade agreement. Secondly, the harbors. We are asking, let us have the harbor function because the Constitution says those powers can be transferred to another sphere of government. We are tired of talking to the ANC national government. The president was in the Cape Town Harbor. Robin Gordon was here absolutely just simply talking and make empty promises. We are tired of empty promises, so we say transfer the harbors mm -hmm. to the provincial government or privatize the harbor so that we can have efficiency. I was mm -hmm. in Maputo Harbor in uh, Mozambique. I saw the privatization of the harbor and work excellently. Yes. Why can't Cape Town Harbor work like that? The third one yeah. is exports, policing, and public transport. So we are not asking for new powers. We say the Constitution allows the government to evolve those powers to serve the citizens of the Western Cape Data. And this comment about wanting to become a uh, enclosed uh, Western Cape, separated from the Western Cape, that is firstly not legally possible. That's not the intention yes. of this bill. We have no intention of doing that. We mm -hmm. are united behind South Africa. Yes. What we are not united is behind the ANC corrupting state. Now, some see this uh, as somewhat a fight against national government. Is this perhaps an attempt to usurp powers from the national government? We are absolutely not have any intention to usurp uh, any powers from the national government. This is this bill is a framework bill. A framework bill says make it possible to devolve powers. And the question about the detail: once you publish a bill, then you the bill is approved. You draft regulations, you draft standard operating procedures. So we are acting within the spirit of cooperative governance, but it is clear that the ANC with the National Democratic Revolution and democratic centralism has no intention of devolving powers mm -hmm. closer to the people. Mr. Mayer. Democracy means powers closer to the people, and this bill has that intention to serve the citizens of the Western Cape better. Mr. Mayer, the DA leader, John Stiernason, promised a referendum on the independence of the Western Cape. Is this perhaps part of the motive for the bill? Well, that is to a separate issue. The Constitution says that if any province wants to have a referendum, there must be enabling legislation. Now, for the last 30 years, there's no such a legislation, and I'm so happy that we are filling that gap. And I can tell you the Democratic Alliance will not support independence. We will reject it. There's 
currently such a bill by the Freedom Front. We will oppose that bill. There are 42 members in the legislature, and I can guarantee you 43 members will vote that bill down. What we will vote for is to say in the areas where the ANC is failing the citizens of the Western Cape, we want to shield them from ANC failures and not exit South Africa. We want to exit the ANC bad governance, and we want to be part of a united democratic South Africa based on unity of diversity and non-racism. But mm. we cannot simply accept. The people of the Western Cape have told us we no longer want to hear how bad the ANC is, use your legislative powers, and that's yes. exactly what we are doing. No. We are saying the Constitution allows for the devolution of power, yes. engage with the national government, and if the national government does not approve this situation, this yes. agency is an outgoing government, the next government after the election will approve it. Now, Cape Town is seen as a tale of two cities in one. One is an affluent global city, while the other is a city plagued with poverty, shack dwellers, crime, and lack of services. How do you think will this proposed bill better service delivery for the underprivileged areas? Well, exactly. If you look, for example, what is currently happening in, in, in the Western Cape, if you look at independent figures from SA, they are looking at the HDI, which is the Human Development Index. And in terms of the Human Development Index, the Western Cape has the lowest uh, figure in terms of inequality. They look at basic service delivery, the best track record according to Stats SA. What this bill will do for the citizens of the Western Cape, and particularly people living in poor areas, we will create a one trillion rand economy, we will use the leaders of this bill to ignite the economic job revolution, and so that we can deliver better services to poor. The fundamental thing of poverty is people not having access to jobs. Once this bill is approved, we have access to the levers of power and generate an economic revolution in the Western Cape. In fact, if you mm-hmm. look at the stats yes. a figures of the fourth quarter of 2022, yes. it said that 98% of all the jobs created in South Africa were created in the Western Cape. All other eight provinces only created 2% yes. of okay. the jobs. That's, Mr. Mayor, that's where we got to leave it. Ivan Mayer, the federal chairperson of the Democratic Alliance DA in the Western Cape. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM. Leading the conversation.